Hi folks, wherever you are listening in, it's Vicky Midwood here, the Alcohol Addiction and Disordered Eating Eliminator, and this is episode 10 of my podcast, Raw Chatter, The Stuff That Matters. And today's topic is all about calling bullshit on the three Ps, that's perfectionism, paralysis, and procrastination. So, shall we dive in? For those of you who know a little bit about my story, you'll know that my background is as a fitness instructor, uh, exercise class instructor first and foremost, and then personal trainer. And that's what I uh, kind of did as my first opening into the world of health and fitness. And since then, I have gone into all kinds of, of different areas. But it's my first love, and it always was, is, is teaching classes. And one of the things that drove me to want to do that was the desire to be the best and this is something that I want to talk about because it's such a an interesting topic and it's something that's come up a lot for me this week working with my disordered eating clients and so um, if you have got an eating disorder or you're struggling with alcohol then you know you may get triggered by some of the stuff I'm talking about if you are someone who is stuck in perfectionism and you know that it's causing you to feel unhappy with your life then I'm hoping that you may take away some interesting stuff and hopefully some some helpful things that you might want to have a go at implementing just to see if it makes you a little bit easier on yourself and life a little bit more enjoyable. Because here's the thing about procrastination and Analysis paralysis, that's what I mean when I'm talking about paralysis, where we're analysing things to the nth degree. And perfectionism is that it actually does 90% of the time, if not 99.9% .9 of the time, if I'm honest, make us pretty damned miserable. We don't give ourselves the permission to actually enjoy what we're doing or even enjoy the outcome of the very thing that we were trying to be perfect at because normally we've moved on and we're thinking about the next thing and then the next thing and the next thing. And the, and the thing about it is we never allow ourselves to actually stay in the moment and give ourselves the praise that we actually deserve for what we have done. We are so good at jumping on the stuff that we didn't do. And if you are nodding away at this, then this is definitely a podcast for you. And I keep saying we for the simple reason that I'm, I'm talking about me and people like me who have had issues with disordered eating. So for me, my issue was um, bulimia that kind of morphed into more anorexia and then went into serious binge eating and overeating and then back to bulimia. So I literally went through the whole kind of circle of things. and. I was so miserable in the first few years of me throwing up because I actually used to refer to myself as a failed anorexic because I would practice the bulimia, stuffing myself, binging myself, not wanting to have it in my body, wanting to lose the weight and therefore hating myself for the fact that I didn't have the strength or the willpower to not eat but kind of feeling fairly pleased with myself that I could actually get rid of it but then I was never sure that I'd done it perfectly I was always worried about the fact that there may be something left inside of me and therefore 
it wasn't perfect. So I would have to restrict. And then the very process of me restricting and getting over hungry and screwing up my blood sugar levels would lead to the inevitable that I wouldn't have the willpower to then just eat a normal amount of food. I would eat and not be able to stop eating. And so the whole binging, throwing up, restricting cycle would keep going. And this was multiple times a day, folks. This was not just once a week or a couple of times a week. This was daily and often multiple times daily to the point where I actually got to enjoy the whole process of binging and I used to plan my binges on a Saturday when I had the house to myself and I could go and get all of those foods that I wanted to taste, I wanted to eat but I wasn't allowed to because that would mean that it would arrest my weight loss or make me fat and so the cycle continued. Now that the reason I'm telling you this is because People with anorexia, people who binge eat, people who eat emotionally, people who are cereal yo-yo dieters, people who, like me, um, go through all of them, tend to have some very common personality traits. Uh, and people-pleasing is one of them. Perfectionism is right up there. High expectations of ourselves and also often high expectations of others. So not only do we expect perfectionism in ourselves, but we're kind of pretty intolerant of others who aren't thinking along the same lines and wanting to be as perfect as we are. Even though on a logical level, we know there's no such thing as perfect. That doesn't stop us from trying to achieve it and that means that often we achieve nothing or we feel that we just let ourselves down time and time again and it absolutely erodes our self-worth. So perfectionism, analysis, paralysis, procrastination, all based around the same thing because we don't start doing things until we have a plan of how it's going to look, what it's going to, what's it going to turn out like and all of the steps to get there. And we don't even start until we've got all that in place, which means that we miss out on so much. As a business person who is not a perfectionist, a procrastinator or gets stuck in analysis paralysis, you may be listening and going, what on earth? You just go for it and try it and see what works. And if it doesn't work, you move on to the next thing. Ask a perfectionist to do that and they will be horrified by the idea. I remember when I first heard um, the sentence, seven out of 10 is good enough. I was just going, ever ridiculous it's nowhere near good enough or as often has been said to me over the years of business coaching right just get it out there right done is better than perfect and I'm like seriously done is better than perfect what with with what if the spelling errors what if the pictures don't match what if what if what if and that's the analysis paralysis the what ifing that's the procrastination of could it be better should it be different colors should I use a different font anything to stop me from actually getting the shit out there why was I actually doing that well part of the reason was that maybe people wouldn't like what I produced. Maybe it wouldn't actually get the outcome that I hoped it would. So better not to put it out there at all, telling myself I had legitimate reasons for not doing it, than to put it out there and people not like it. Now I can tell you with absolute honesty, I have put so many programs out there that 
I have thought have been really good and I couldn't wait to help people through. And it's been crickets because it's just not been what people have wanted to do or it's not been the right time, whatever it is. Do I now know that it's nothing to do with the font that I've used and how it looks? Absolutely. Is it everything to do with the fact that it's possibly not getting in, in front of the people who actually need what I'm offering? And it might not be the right time for people. Yes, absolutely. So am I much kinder to myself? I absolutely am. I, I don't like the term recovered perfectionist, which I've seen a number of times on social media. I think um, what I like to say is that I now have things in, in much more of a balance because let's face it, we want to produce our best stuff. We want to be the best people that we believe we can be. And so I'm not gonna lower my standards on that. And I think this is where people have a problem when it's suggested that they let go of the perfectionism because perfectionists by default are black and white thinkers, are all or nothing thinkers. So if we're not going to be perfect and strive for perfect, then by default, we tell ourselves that what we must be putting out there is gonna be rubbish and crap, which is not the case, that we let all our standards go. Absolutely no. But what you allow yourself to do is put something out, even though there may be part of you that feels it could be improved upon, it could be made better. You give yourself a deadline and you put it out there anyway. Because most of the time, people do not see the stuff that we see. And the reason that prompted me to really talk about this stuff today is that I'm working with two clients at the moment who, who are both struggling with this stuff. And we've used the term that, that it can keep you stuck. Procrastination can keep you stuck. Perfectionism can keep you stuck. But actually the truth is we never stop. We never actually stand still. We never stay where we are. We're only either moving towards what we say we want or we're moving away from what we say we want, from every decision that we take or don't take, from every thought that we think. It is taking us in either one direction or the other, which is why we never stand still. We are always heading in one direction or the other. And what I'm going to ask you is, do you want to be moving forward or do you continuously and consistently want to be moving backwards towards the stuff that you say you don't want? Because that's what happens when we perfectionism kicks in and when we procrastinate and when we get stuck in analysis paralysis. So what can you do? And this is this is the stuff that I'm, I'm helping my clients to do and I have to remind myself to do as well is that we need to remind ourselves that perfectionism is purely fueled by fear. We are scared of being judged over and above anything else that's what it boils down to. The idea that someone might not like us, what we stand for, what we're saying, what we're putting out there. The idea that we may be judged in a way that we perceive will make us look less than. And that is why we strive for perfectionism and get bogged down then in procrastination and analysis paralysis stopping us from doing it because obviously we can't get judged if we don't say what we want to say, if we don't put out there what we want to put out there. And what we have to remind ourselves is that actually 
we're always going to feel resistance to something, right? We're always going to resist not being perfect. It doesn't matter what we do, there's gonna be resistance because again, we have this fear of changing who we are, of being something different because what if we don't like ourselves and what if other people don't like us? Even though we've never experienced it, so we have absolutely nothing to judge it against, that is where our brain takes us. So we know that the hardest part of changing how we feel is to remind ourselves that, that resistance is just energy and allowing yourself to just get started on something and not worry about the outcome being perfect is the first step to actually letting go of perfectionism ruling how you live your life. And remember, we feed that fear by the strength of the power of our own very fear. So if we can dial down the power of that fear and master it, then we're gonna be able to master the resistance in not being perfect, whether that's in the way that we look, whether that's in our body shape or size or fitness, whether it's to do with how we are treating other people, whether it's in our relationships and how we're communicating, or whether it's putting physical stuff out there in the world, whether it's literally physical books or, or, or courses or whether it's online, it doesn't matter what it is. But remind yourself that every small action you take or don't take is part of your process of moving away or moving towards what we want. And if we can keep that in mind, we can start to let go a little bit. We can start to make it a fun thing to do to make it, by taking one step at a time, we make it more playful, more fun, less hard, less stressful, and this is the key as well. To those of you who are people who eat on their emotions, who are bulimic, who are resisting because they don't want to feel at all, then allowing yourself to be more childlike and to just let yourself go for it is allowing yourself to be more of who you actually truly are. And if we want to feel good, if we want to look after ourselves in a way that doesn't mean that we turn to substances or food or alcohol to feel differently, we can start to actually be okay with seven out of 10. And I know, it's a long time since I first heard that and I never thought I'd be repeating that I am actually okay with seven out of 10, but the truth is I absolutely am. The key is to stay in the here and the now. Don't give yourself a back door, a way out. When you make that choice, you're going to set yourself a realistic deadline and you're going to allow yourself to take one step only and then take the next and what you're going to find is that your inner critic is going to jump on what you did in that first step and it's going to tell you why it could be better or why it's wrong. And what you have to allow yourself to do is to keep going forward anyway, because remember this, your inner critic and every perfectionist has a very loud, very powerful inner critic, but your inner critic is there as your protector. Right? It's looking out for you, that's all. But it's often in conflict with what we actually need to do and what we say we want. It's not that it's right or wrong, 
it's just conflicting because it wants you to stay safe it wants you to stay calm and ultimately it's run by your reptilian brain which is the one that does not want you to get stressed because stress it believes is threat threat on your physical life now we all know that the thoughts that we think and the stresses that we perceive to be out there today are not literally life-threatening but your body doesn't know the difference and so physiologically that stress response is going to happen and our inner critic is trying to avoid that so it wants to keep you safe from doing what you know is familiar because familiar means no stress now for those of you going but hang on being a perfectionist is really stressful Absolutely it is, because it's fueled by the fear of failure. And when you remind yourself that there is actually no such thing as failure, just as there is no such thing as perfectionism, failure is just feedback. It allows you to look at what has gone well for you, what hasn't, what has felt good, what hasn't. It allows you to then go, okay, so why? Why did that feel good? Why did that not seem to work for me? Now, what could I do differently? This is different from analysis paralysis, where you're turning everything inside and out, looking at the deepest minutiae. You're just going, okay, let me focus on the feelings that elicited and what I can do differently so that I can actually now move forward and not keep repeating the same old stuff, expecting a different result. So stay in the now. Stay in the moment. What can I do today? Ask yourself this question. What am I not willing to put up with anymore? If you're not willing to put up with the stress, if you're not willing to put up with the feeling that you could be doing so much more than you are, but somehow you are standing in your own way, decide that you are not going to do it anymore. Allow yourself to be present, to be here now. And if you can be here now, you're going to help yourself to create what you need to do to take the next step forward. And you don't need to think beyond that. Get accountable with somebody else. If it helps, reach out to a coach who's maybe been where you are. Or reach out to a mentor who is, if it's from a business point of view, has got the business that you admire and you're striving to be like and ask for guidance and ask for help. One thing so many perfectionists have in common is that they believe they should be able to do it all themselves and nobody else can do it as well as they can. Well, got news for you folks. Every single perfectionist thinks that. We can't all be right, can we? So if somebody is where you are and you admire what they are doing, then ask for help reach out, ask for guidance, listen to what they are explaining, listen to what they're telling you rather than judging it and allow yourself to not be perfect because I believe me, they will tell you that they were far from perfect and still are not perfect but they're not trying to be because over and above all, to be you means that you are not perfect. You're a human being and by default, we are not perfect and it's okay not to be perfect. The difference is you have to start being okay with not being perfect too. And if you can do that, I promise you, your eating issues, your obsession with body size and weight, your desire for everybody to like you, 
that will diminish and it will make it much easier for you to be who you truly meant to be and live a life that you actually love. I hope that's been helpful to you folks. If you do want to reach out to me and have a conversation about perfectionism, about any kind of issues that you might have with disordered eating or with alcohol addiction or with feeling that you're just overwhelmed with how you're living your life and, and you're full of anxiety and stress at the moment, then get in touch. I would love to hear from you. Whatever you get up to, wherever you're listening, take care of yourself, stay well and have a good day.